Okay, people, this is a special podcast, a special edition of Echo Chamber. We are currently in day two of the Fantasia International Film Festival. And um, today, we look at a couple of films. Well, we look at a feature film and a short. You know, and it was fascinating. It was great. You know, we're going to be doing more of these throughout the duration of this film festival. It ends on the 2nd of September. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy, people. Okay, so one thing that was really interesting, um, there was a, a panel. Right, so throughout the festival there are going to be these panels And I thought I'd check one out It was Afrofuturism, Visions of the Future from the Other Side And it was presented by Carolyn Morissette Who um, gave a fascinating talk Right, so the description of this panel is is this, okay? So historically, when we think about the future and science fiction, the default is usually a 50s version of modern society with flying cars, moving sidewalks and jetpacks or space travel to faraway galaxies with shiny new technology. And who do we typically see when this vision pops into our heads? Intelligent white people enjoying the conveniences of a futuristic society, figuring out the mysteries of the universe, or exploring space to meet or battle extraterrestrial beings and save the world. But what about the erasure of the rest of humanity? The other. In this lecture, we'll see how the lack of representation of um, black indigenous people of colour in science fiction changed with Afrofuturism pioneers of music, film and literature. Break down the definitions of Afrofuturism and see how the movement has influenced today's creators towards making a whitewashed future a thing of the past. So, yeah, it's it really is fascinating. Like, I just wish it could have been longer because she covered so much. Now, this is now live on their YouTube page. Um, so there will be a link in the um, in the episode details So you can check this out Because I highly recommend anyone to do that Yeah, I, I think you will learn a lot You know, it's intriguing and interesting people Trust me Okay, cool Okay, so just checked out You Wouldn't Understand Which is a a short film from director Trish Harit Haritutu 
I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, she co-wrote with Jacob A. Ware. And the film stars Jacob A. Ware and Anthony Arkin. Okay, so, yeah, this is it's, it's nine minutes. And basically the tagline of the film is an idyllic picnic of one is upended after the arrival of a stranger. So this is one of those occasions where you know, you see something that has minimal cast. Like there's two people. <laughs> minimal cast and you know, just one location. But with so little, we get so much. This is it's a joy. It's is extremely just charming. Right, so, yeah, we basically, we come in, and we have a, a gentleman, you know, he, and when I say gentleman, I just don't mean a man, but he, he feels, you know, we see him, he's just in a, uh, a, a sweater, like, um, yeah, a cardigan, that's it, he's in a cardigan, you know, chinos, he looks very refined, he's an older gentleman, and he's sitting there on his blanket reading a book. And the, when I say picnic, I'm not sure picnic does does it just justice. He's got cushions. He's got a nice blanket. And the assortment of foods. It's like when you go to afternoon tea. He's got one of those, like, um, you know, pyramid kind of... Things, you know, grapes, there's a croissant, just everything. He's got a, a very nice selection. Wine. It it's just it puts most people's picnics to shame. Let's say that. So he's sitting there on I think it's like kind of on the top of a hill, not quite a hill, but you know. And from a distance he sees something. Right, sees some, and he's not really paying too much attention. But you know, he sees, and then it looks, yeah, he sees two people, and then they disappear, and then he sees them again. But it's like, what's just? I'm not sure what just happened, right? And it's just what unfolds from there, right? So it's, it's it seems like very innocuous. Right, just this general little happening. But then we get this interaction and it, it this play at there is something else. Right? It, 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 it's that little cheeky nod. That little, I guess, indication of sci-fi without having to have crazy effects. And, um, you know, all these fancy gadgets and garbs like, it, it really, you know, gives you an inkling of what they're talking about What's going on Just through the conversation Just through the, you know, the indication of their voices You know, just the change of pitch 
right? Just these little things were just sucked into this story. And when I say conversation and lack of conversation, though we get all of this and we're intrigued. You want to know more. You know, you just see these little, little tiny things that kind of like, oh, okay, maybe he's saying the truth. Like, maybe, hmm, okay, like, so what? And it's, yeah, it's captivating. It's, it's marvellous. I loved it. It's very, it's just intriguing, right? <laughs> That's the thing. In nine minutes, you're, you're just there. You're engrossed. You're smiling. Like, there's a score that helps kind of, you know, play you through what's going on without being intrusive or anything like that. Yeah, this this is... This is far better than a lot of feature films. <laughs> you know, and this is nine minutes, people. It's just nine minutes. Like, once it was done, I was just like, I want more. I want more. So, yeah, it's great. And it's, um, you know, it's the leading short to the feature film Dinner in America. So, this is... Um, you know, they're very different, but this is a great kind of, you know, starter, Arap, Arapatif, Aratif, how, you, I tried to be fancy and it just fell, fell flat, fell flat people, but yes, if you get a chance to see it, I would highly recommend it, you know, definitely highly recommend it, and I look forward to seeing what other things Trish does, there's just from this, you know, you, you see some really great storytelling, you know, great direction, you know, just a few little change of camera angles, you know, they, nothing too fancy, nothing, there's no overkill here, that's the joy of it, no overkill, just very direct, very concise, and just very charming, so yes, you wouldn't understand, go check it out. Okay people, so, just checked out Dinner in America, so this is a new film from director Adam Carter Raymer, he also wrote the film, um, it's produced by John Covert, David Hunter, Ross Putman, Sam Slater, Ben Stiller, and Nicholas Weinstock. It's starring Kyle Golner, Griffin Gluck, Pat Healy, Mary Lynn Rashguk, Emily Skuggs, and Leah Thompson. The cinematographer is Jean-Philippe Bernier. Um, music, John Sweetheart. And the editor is Adam Carter Raymer as well. So the, um, the gist of the film is this. Socially awkward Patty, played by Skeggs, gets bullied on the regular, works 
works a pet store job that she hates and has what could generously be described as an uncomfortable home life. A chance encounter with underland punk rocker Simon, played by Gauna, changes her world. Not because he sweeps her off her feet. He's dismissive, aggro and has a penchant for randomly setting fires. Just the same, their combined energies unlock a powder keg of inner revolutions as they embark on an insane journey through the sinking suburbs of the American Midwest. A punkling, riotous, anti-romantic comedy that just happens to be genuinely romantic about self-discovery through anger, creativity and music. Existing in a universe between Welcome to the Dollhouse and Repo Man. Now, I'll be honest with you, I had no clue what this film was about. You know what I mean? I just saw that it was the um, main film playing before the short, you wouldn't understand. So I thought, you know what, let me give that a go, you know? And I'm, I'm really glad I did. It's... It's a really odd film. It's a really odd film, people. Like, just how it opens up, you know? It's very strange. Like, we um we start off with some drug trials, you know? And they do capture the drug trials really well. Because you have the, um you know, our main... Character, you know, he's um, kind of in a fog. You know, Simon's in this kind of haze, and he's being asked these questions that are kind of reverberating to him. So this is how we open up, and um, <laughs> you know, like he's um, you know, kind of friend within there. If you can call it a friend, I don't even know, you know. But um, yeah, Betty, she's um, yeah, she's sitting opposite him. No, it's Beth. Even Beth, Beth, uh, Beth is sitting opposite him, like making these. Uh, let's say, suggestive faces. And it all goes awry <laughs> You know what I mean it, it, it all goes awry Which you're just like Oh shit <laughs> Where the fuck is this film going people That's what you're thinking to yourself You know So we see him getting kicked out Right And just the conversation he's having with the doctor That also Is kind of a tell for you because it's not a normal conversation I mean it's a normal conversation But not had in a normal way Like um Simon's talk patterns Are very elevated Like he's pun- really punctuating words And it's very Elevated You know I think that's The thing you would probably say About certain performances here Very Elevated So you kind of 
wonder okay so is this a like a caricature you know, that's what you're kind of thinking like you know I mean? like is it a, a kind of they're trying to look at something but in a certain way like is everyone going to be like this so you're watching and you think that because then you you're walking and um Beth offers to blow him you know and so that's a big thing right so you you get these conversations and there's um just these random things come out of nowhere and i mean not just random but you know like suggestions of like sex or drugs or and they're kind of thrown in, but they're thrown in in a way where it's kind of emphasised, but not for the other person. You know, it, like, it's been highlighted, right? It's been highlighted, so some people notice, but then the other people within the scene don't necessarily play up to that thing that's been said. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I'm still not quite sure what, like, what to make of this. And I am kind of thrown, kind of thrown from, um, you know, like, Beth's family are watching the um, the football game, right? They're, they're having um, Sunday dinner, they're watching the football game. And the dad says a certain thing. Yeah, wasn't expecting that. You know? And look, I'm kind of like, if it fits within the the character, in the narrative that you're telling, fine. You know? It's not my favourite word. But if it's with it, you know what I mean? Like, if it works within the film. We can work with it, you know. But I still, because I still don't quite get what the flavor of this film is. And you're watching kind of things, and especially the way Simon is. It's it's very peculiar, right? So you're you're trying to watch these dynamics and how everyone is. Working around each other Everyone is like fitting in And it is intriguing You know what I mean You're watching it So we, we move from this Right We move from this situation And uh, You know the story kind of Then jumps And now we're following Patty Right And Patty, you know, she's this awkward girl. How she it's like she doesn't quite fit in. You know, she's on the bus and there's these people from her school, they're making out, they're making fun of her. You know, and like she's watching it kind of with that expression of ah. If kind of like I wish that was me, and also, oh, that's weird. Like, how do you do that? What is that? Hmm. 
No one's done that to me. So it, you understand the emotions. You understand these things going through her head. Right? She's very, very awkward. We see her trying to play basketball. So it's very awkward. You know? And so we see her. Right? And you're kind of like, how does this all fit together? I have no clue. Right? Now, it does all fit together. And it all kind of comes together nicely. Because we're seeing certain things. Like Paddy, it's like her release is music. You know, we see her, yeah, kind of coming alive in her room, listening to music. You know, and I'm... Yeah, I say coming to life, and there's a lot of coming, and there's a lot of life in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? But we, so we get all of this, and right now, all of these elements are still kind of, you know, separate. They're still lone soldiers in the sand. So we we haven't aligned everything, right? So we're still going with that. We then jump to Simon, and. You know, he's kind of misadventures, right? He goes and, um, yeah, picks up some drugs, picks up some letters, right? And the letters are important. But we're, we're, we're seeing all of this, right? We see that Simon is wanted from for, by the police for some real reason. But that's when they align. That's when our two stories coalesce, you know, Patty helps Simon out, and, um, yeah, now we're moving, right, and it's that meeting that, it's not a normal situation, it's not a normal situation, they're not like, oh my god, what, oh my beating heart, <laughs> no, He's negging her, like, she's still this little recluse, but with that inquisitiveness, but, you know, she, she, she wants to, like, you can see she wants to explore, she wants to grow, evolve, so she's, you know, sticking with him. Right, and that's the kind of I feel this is the beauty of the film because this is a romance film, right? This is you know a, a film that really depicts people finding their way, but that's the joy of it because it doesn't do it in that just. Uh, you know, boring, generic, fake, contrived way that has seemed to become the norm, right? It's the thing that has really muddied people's minds. So now, like, you know, people are like, I want a relationship like in the Hollywood films. Go, my heart needs to beat a thousand times. Because let's be honest, we've been duped. Right, we've been duped. It isn't all these thunderstorms. 
Your romance is like life. It's weird. It's awkward. It creeps up on you. You know what I mean? And and that's what this film shows us. Right? It, it it's basically, you know, taking off all the gloss and showing you the underbelly of what really is real. And that's great. Right? Because we, we see them like moving together. You know? Kind of working things out. Now, an interesting thing, the film kind of uses dinner as, like, bookmarks, like chapter plates within the film. You know, so, at the beginning, Simon has, well, he has dinner in the medical centre. He then has dinner at Beth's house. Right? Then we see him have a dinner at Patty's house. But you look at these dinners... There's an evolution in every single one of them. Right? There really is. If you really pay attention. You know, just how they kind of coalesce. Now, and also, the the, the dinner itself, I feel that changes a lot. Right? And that as well kind of plays into the emotions and the narrative of... That situation So where a lot of the dinners have been combative And you kind of You know the film shows us that Simon is using this As a Kind of a litmus test And a defense system You know keep people at bay By like barking at you By being abrasive But Paddy isn't really, you know, she's immune to this, right? Because Paddy is very naive, but inquisitive. You know, she doesn't know a lot of kind of things. She asks questions. She's like, oh, what does that mean? Like, what is that? And people say things she's not offended, you know? She's just like a sponge. And so when people say things to Simon, she, you know, she's... Got his back At first you're wondering why Right you're wondering like Huh why would you But That's how everything Is is growing And like moving forward And it's Interesting Right it's nice Simon Like he's playing Because he's using these things, right? He he's kind. He can see certain things, right? He can see certain attractions, certain wants, certain needs. So he's been using these to get what he wants, and we see him do this. But then we also see the point where it's just like, hmm. I sh- I you know what I shouldn't like what what am I doing like why am I doing this and yeah that's when the film opens up some more you know it, it, it's like we see these developments these movements you know it's these different acts within the film and it is really great 
Right, you see him with his band You know, like, just none of these relationships are working Everything is a fight, right? Everything's a fight But then it's the realisation that, you know, the things with Patty aren't a fight You know? And, yeah, that's... It's great because we see them then working together And just everyone It's the transformation right? It's the transformation Just Paddy's brother <laughs> Like we definitely see a transformation with the parents <laughs> You know But it's these interesting Ways to tell the story You know It just all really It, it works in a fun way like, and we see it with the characters themselves Like, when they're playing basketball Like, Simon blocks Patty's shot And she's just like, oh my god You are great at basketball And it's just like, what? <laughs> like, no, he's not But you love the fact that her naivety thinks that Right, and, and that's when everything kind of explodes It explodes and it just moves forward And we then see this relationship Yo, it is kind of a bit like a modern day true romance You know what I mean? Like, we, we see these people that oh, They ride and die for each other You know, we see it on the bus Right, we we see it with you know just in so many different instances, and ah, uh, it's perfect. It just, I just really liked these emotions and just the way it all works together. Now, like the film has this odd rhythm to it, right? You know, I've, I've mentioned that it's got this odd rhythm. Yo, at, and that starts at the beginning because the opening credits they stop starting, stop starting. So we we get them, and then we the film starts as I said in the medical center. But then they start again, right? And we get more, and then a bit more, and then they get again. And you're like, like, what? Wait, what's happening here? But that's the oddness, right? The film it uses some different angles. Which are like, yeah, help you kind of move into the film, move into the mindset of the characters. You know, it's just these different looks, but it all works, it's all great, it all comes together. And so, your realization as the film goes on, you know, you, you coalesce with the film, you come together with the film, with the characters. With the music, with everything And it all helps to tell this story Right? It all helps to tell this connection Of Simon and Patty You know? And even, you know, like at the end We, we well, we have the, um, the rock concert Right? We have all of that but there's no, um, you know, 
look, as I mentioned, like Simon, he can see these things, right? But it's not him bullying Patty. Because you understand, right? You you at first think that Patty is very passive. But she's not passive. She knows what she wants. Right? She knows what she wants. And we see that. We see her come alive. We see her, be, you know, get the confidence. Which is really, you know, reference right at the end. But that's the great thing. It's This is a journey film. Right? This is a journey film. Right? And the journey, it's not just them moving around, but just them within themselves and them as a unit. And people, you need to see it. You need to see it. It's great. It really is great. And it ends with dinner. You know? It ends with dinner. Which is just, again, it's a, it's a nice little nod. Because then you look, you as I said, it's the quality of the food. You see that. And it kind of, you know, changes. And the quality of the food is good within that moment. Even though the moment is, well, it is what it is. Right? But I think that is that mental... Haha, you know, because hey, we can be in shitty situations, but when our foundation is cemented, when it is strong, when we now understand, you know, who's got your back, hey, we're we're, we're better for that, right? And I, that's what I kind of feel the film shows us. So go see Dinner in America. Right, because it is a um, yeah, it's a fantastic film, right? And um, yeah, <laughs> it, it it was a nice way to kick off this film festival. Um, hey, and I love watermelon. <laughs> That's a great song. What can I say? It's a great song. You know, it really does remind me of a little bit of um, kind of Emily Haynes. You know, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, great. Love it. People, make sure you see this film. I don't I don't know how many times I need to say that. It is gonna throw you, but just sit with it. Sit with it, absorb it, and just enjoy dinner in America. Okay, people, so, um, yeah, that's it for today's episode, you know, that's what we're gonna do, we're gonna, you know, each day we get to see films, shorts, and panels, we're just gonna step in and talk about them, you know, so, um, I'm gonna try and, yeah, try and do one every single day, but it kind of, you know, you know what happens with all of these things, right? There's a lot going on. So, mate, it's like some days we might not be able to see anything. But, um, yeah, when we do, there'll be a, a, another episode of Echo Chamber to talk about it. Alright? So, I hope you enjoy. And go. If you're in Canada, go check out the festival. 
because um, there is a lot, there is a lot to see, and it's great. It's just great, you know. So um, yeah, we will touch base again. I think maybe tomorrow. I think we've got some stuff to talk about tomorrow. But um, until we uh, until we do, people enjoy your film watching and uh, look after yourselves. Peace. Hey.